man had been away Haven't changed, had much to say But man, I still think them cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found Told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy Gentlemen, Band of Brothers is back. We are week two. We are back on Audacity. No one live this week. Brent McKnight, you know, as he does, drops out and is not here tonight. What can you expect him? He floats in, floats out like a butterfly. But we do have Dylan here. This I am Doppler here. Dylan Nelson. I am here. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, hopefully, unlike me, no one exhausted himself in the workspace today. I put in 27 extra minutes of work, so I'll be sending in that um, timesheet, pay stub, however you want to call it, to Builder Trend, and maybe I can get like a meal at Panera or something. But the shareholders were quite pleased with all our efforts in the cubes today, so we, they're going to thank thank us greatly. We have been working hard, been been studying the waiver wire. We'll, we'll we'll dive into that a little bit further though, but no, we're doing well here. Pumped for some football tonight. We got an over under a forty and a half, and I'm excited about it. Barn burner. Yeah, I know. People are like on the under two. I don't know how you can deal with that. Just person. How can you watch three hours of football and cheer for forty points or less? I mean, there's no way forty under can hit, right? Right. I'm not. I'm not touching it. Oh, or maybe we are. Stay tuned. You like that? Ooh. No, uh, keep up, kiss update in the sports betting segment. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm we here are for. one weekend. We had a few fireworks last week, but pretty standard run the mill first week. We'll do a quick recap. Uh, old man of chains drop week one as usual against Trey. I mean, who would have guessed Raheem Mostert? You know, you draft him, like, might get a couple good games. He might throw up a 20 bomb here and there. He gets, instead of 20 bomb, he gets two quarters and two for 20 rushes, and he's uh, exit the season. Well, and two, what's even worse, I don't want to pour salt on an open wound. We get the, the random update that Sermon's just a healthy scratch. And oh, oh, yeah. Going into the year, I mean, I mean, I obviously thought it, but a lot of us like, oh, it's going to be Mostert 1A, Sermon 1B, little committee, but like both are going to get their touches. You see Sermon's out, and then every DK person is just like, oh, fire up Mostert. Mostert top 15, yeah. top 12 play. Yeah, like you get the takes of like, oh, I would start Mostert over Delvin Cook. That didn't come out, but you know what I'm saying. Just agree, just yeah. takes like that. And the, the matchup's prime. You see what Elijah vacuum, Mitchell does. All those things are true. Yeah, but Mostert just for some reason is always injured. Like you said, he gets two, twenty yards. The two for twenty stat line is just so prime Mostert too. Just flashes of brilliance and then just fizzles out. Right, and then you see Elijah Mitchell go for a hundred and a tutty. Hasty gets in the end zone too. So no, that's a tough one for you. But it is what it is. Waller's prime form. He has about as many targets as my entire team combined. But when you're facing a 33 bomb from Amari on a Thursday night, it's an uphill battle. And Trey's just always. And then Melvin Gordon's 70 yard touchdown run. You're facing an uphill battle all week. And just bad juju. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's fine. Uh, next game, 
Brent loses a Monday night beater to Jackson by it. Was working on my screen sleeper. You need to get that. But he uh, he lost by point, point four, four five. Yeah, point four five. So uh, catch uh, five yard. However you want to divvy it up. Brent lost by, which I sent it in there to the Twitter group, and I notified this of Brent. But um, Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson got screwed out of a touchdown. Um, it was a pretty long play. Jay Jeff, they ruled him down at the one. Obvious, he's there, clear across the goal line. That's four extra points for Brent. He wins that matchup, so it's a tough one. Yeah, that's uh, you hate losing on Monday night, especially in that tight of fashion. We were yeah. almost there last year at the Cowboys game. And oh, gosh. Well, too. and especially when Jacobs goes 10 for 34 and 2 to lose, that's just tough. But Brent, with that Owen six now, I think on a opening week one, I guess not opening nights, but week one in the Mafia. So hopefully he can bounce back from that next year. We'll Tr- see. Truly an impressive streak. Another Monday night beater. Evan loses to Tyler week one. Evan and Mondays. Yeah, doesn't work out for him. Yeah, that's brutal. I mean, going into the night, because um, Henderson had that good game for Ty, giving him about fifteen. Tucker needed, I think it was just a solid eight points, something like that. So we were all like, oh, that's Evan's not going to get it. But, I mean, going into the fourth quarter, things are looking shaky. Tucker drills a field goal, Sayonara. Brutal. Um, Z managed to put up over 100, which is great. Limps <laughs> over the 100 mark and <laughs> loses by 34. Which he was God. making it seem like he scored – 138 with the 105 if, he put if up. If you put his text in a vacuum, you'd think he put up probably 125, 130 and got blown out. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, yeah, Z, we haven't seen him from 100. I think you put the screenshot together. Maybe it was Jack of him like winning games with 70 to 80. So a good step I think that there. might have been a repost from last year. Probably. But it's always good to bring up old wounds because that streak was unfathomable. Was it seven games under 100? Something like that, yeah, just gross. Brutal. Uh, I'll let you, speaking of gross, I'll let you touch on your subpar performance this week. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just a joke that we get we get a Swift update, like, I think it was like eight minutes before kickoff. Oh, downgrade Swift, um, going to be limited. And so I just get the flashbacks of Cliff Kingsbury two years ago doing that to David Johnson. He gets the first carry, then he doesn't play the rest of the game. So I'm like, wow, okay, I'm going to pivot. Pivot off of Swift. The dude gets 19 touches, plays like 65% of the snaps. So that's hilarious. And then, I mean, Hippie Rogers, I mean, that dude was awful. His hair looks... Too many bongs in the offseason yeah, in Hawaii. Yeah, his hair looks long, greasy, shaggy, and he just looks pale and skinny. So I hope this man's in the weight room eating some food here, maybe a fresh haircut, but... Yeah, not the best week. Um, Aaron usually once a year gets me, so that's just how it is. But I will say, just looking at the volume opportunities of my team, even with us losing, I'm okay with how it happened. Would you say you're happy? <laughs> I'm happy right now. Not mad. Sorry, jokes from four years ago. So dead. We can't bring up those. That joke's when it's not funny. Um, yep. Speaking of not funny, Jack. Low score in the week by point two puts up a ninety five point eight zero and loses to Luke. Luke puts up a whopping 
151.85. Highest score of the week, correct? Correct. And remember, we talked about this. I We were saying, just looking at the matchup on paper, it, it looks like Jack should be the favorite. But for some reason, Luke just wins these games and Jack loses them. And that's what happened. I wonder how Jack's feeling. I wish we could cue him in now. Maybe we could call him here later. Worry, I'm texting him on trades right now. Maybe I can fire yeah. him up. He said we got an A.J. Brown and Waller for Terry Andrews and Robbie Anderson. Ooh, three-target Robbie. That's a, that's a no for me, dog. But <laughs> That's a no for me, Scoring too. 95.8, having no injuries to your players, but you have six touchdowns. I mean, four of them are from Russo. That's a little bit less, obviously, four versus six. Big brain here. Um, I wonder how he's feeling about that. Jack-wise. I mean, Elijah Moore put up minus three yards. Which did you see his drop? No. Oh, was, like a, speak, we get, speaking of drops, Jamar, yeah, no drops. Looked great. Um, <laughs> Elijah, though, it was like a 15 to 20-yard play, just wide open in the end zone, just straight botches it, like right off the hands, like something you see at, uh, I don't like, the, uh, the, the open grass field at your local park. It was bad. Tough scenes. Mm-hmm. Well, that was week one. Um, by the way, some of us were talking in the chat. The season might as well be over. Fire up the playoffs. Yeah. It's cut and dry because nothing's ever changed. And I'm just... Last, uh, let's see. How many regular season weeks do we have now? 14? 14 regular we season four, weeks. Yeah. We four, yeah, it's like... Regular. I think this... <laughs> is so many games. It's like 5% of our season. Like maybe little decimal points there too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll just, I'm just hoping when I spin the wheel, it's not too bad for me, so... Hopefully I get the ACT. <laughs> beat the high score, whatever that is. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I'm excited. All right, that was week one. We didn't have too many. Well, we had a few trades. Starting to fire up trade season a little earlier this year. Yeah, I didn't think. I think it was after week two, heading into week three, I think was the first trade from when I went back and looked. But, yeah, we've had a couple here. Um we had Brent. Nothing too notable on the waiver wire. No, nothing crazy, um, especially just with Arrow picking up Elijah Mitchell um, early, which I'm curious to see. Tyler probably would have threw the uh, the bank roll. I think he had like 226, so probably would have threw the bank roll on that. Put the house down. Just to secure the running backs, which we'll touch on here in a little bit. But we had a couple trades. Um, the first we'll touch on uh, between Brent and Jack. So... Brent. Well, can we touch on the first trade there? Uh, <laughs> what did I? Uh, Malcolm Brown for three waiver dollars, I think it was. Oh, and then Tyler drops in like the next day or something. Yeah. It might have been two days after, but it's all the same ones. Yeah. And whoever tweeted that out, I'm going to find you because it was not me. Unbelievable. I'm I think I, I, I got early. a feeling. I'm not going to name names, Evan, but um, yeah. Wow. Putting him on blast. No, I was, for sure. He's a rat, which we'll get on that here, too. So, okay, the second trade. The first trade we'll discuss. How about that? Um, Brent acquires Jalen Hurts for LaVisca Chenault and $22 a fab, which my first question, how do you settle on $22 a fab? Something like me in the middle of those 30, something 15. Which I my my calculator it's back in here ready to roll for next week. That would be eleven percent of the bank I, roll. So, I can't do that quick math in my head, but somewhere in that ballpark, yeah. Mm. Don't worry, I crunched the numbers. So, um, Brent needed a quarterback. 
Jack had Russ and getting LaVisca, I mean, all Jack's players are off my board, but I think that's a pretty nice trade. Nothing really to get mad about. Pretty pretty even-even. There's nothing wrong there. For sure. How about uh, you can break down your trade with Zarek? Yeah. Z and I made a trade. Uh, when your RB2 goes down, it's time to, time to make some moves, make some happen, shake up the earth. Uh, I traded Mr. DJ Moore for... Miles Gaskin and Mr. Sterling Shepard. Pretty fair trade. Um, you know, running backs are valued very highly in this league, especially when they start dropping like flies. And I didn't have an RB2 for right now. So we got Gaskin. Uh, I've, now that Jamar has shown he could grasp a football two hands, my wide receiver depth is looking a little bit better. Mike Williams, God knows that that star can stay in this light this year fizzle always does like a roller coaster the brightest stars always shine the brightest wow i'm gonna i'm gonna put that above my bed frame i think but yeah it's pretty fair trade there's really not much you can say i don't know why reed was upset about that one initially but he never clarified his comments yeah i am i think it's a good trade um more looked solid i think he had like eight targets or so obviously is the one there um and then gaskin two um He's going to get his touches, get everything. So I think both sides, it works out. I don't think Zarek knows that I fleece him because apparently, according to similar league, wide receivers are not allowed to score points. Who said this? Well, Brad, that's going to be our next trade. Tyler has just uh, gotten yeah. trading for running backs. He is the 49ers and the Ravens put together in hoarding running backs because apparently someone told him that wide receivers can't score any points on his roster. I mean, Why does he need six, seven running backs all within like the same tier of each other? I don't understand it. And, I, and so the trade was, I mean, we all know it, but for those, are, I mean, we got how many subscribers we got these days? For really? those in Singapore <laughs> and Japan, <laughs> the, the news hasn't made away around the, that side of the globe yet. But. For sure. Um, so Tyler, as Connor mentioned, has a bunch of running backs. He trades Keenan Allen, who he took at the 211, and somehow pays $10 of fab. That makes no <laughs> sense. For James Robinson and Brandon Ayuk. So J-Rob here, before the season, ETN goes down. Oh, he, he's back in the mix. RB1, like a nice RB2 um, in fantasy-wise. Ayuk got some upside. Second year, maybe the breakout comes. Well, Ayuk doesn't really play. James Robinson gets five carries. How are you trading for those players after week one? I I, I, I can't get through my head how he looks at some trades. And just, no. Like, very fair, well within the ballpark of reasonable acceptance. And then he'll go and accept that. I don't know what well, he which s- triggers the switch in his head. He sent it to Evan as well, so... Tyler was the one that drew this up, which <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't understand how he value. I've mean, been running analysis on it all day, not working, and I still can't get to the bottom of those. We, we could talk about this for a while. Um, I just think it's egregious to trade for those players. Keenan looked great, and I mean, you use such high valuable. And so now his wide receivers are Galladay and Chark, which is gross. And he's starting out two Jaguars players. And I'm telling you, if you ever see me rostering a Jags player, please send help. Something bad happened. 
I think that's an awful trade. Tyler's team, I mean, I didn't think it was the best, but it had a good week one. Now, I I mean, he's he's going to be making trades for weeks 15 and 16 for consolations like he was doing last year. That's my take. I don't even want to touch on this anymore. We all know yeah, how done. the league feels about this, and there's no other reason to beat this anymore, but it's sickening. He hasn't even barely said a word about it either because he knows how embarrassing it is. Exactly. It was bad. Bad right. trade. Evan fleeced him, but whatever. We move on. That. I'm jumping a week two. Start, start at the top. Townsend Hyde Trade versus Mr. Brent McKnight and the Bent Creek Bruisers. Evan, run through his team. Kyler, Chubb, Mixon, Cup, Keenan Allen, Gronk, Tyler Boyd, Ty Son Williams. Brent has newly acquired Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Stack alert. Williams. Stacks. Oh, he does have to back. First two slots. Yep. Big stack guy. Uh, T. Higgins, Stephon Diggs, Logan Thomas, Bobby Woods, Devontae Adams, and I'm going to slaughter this pronunciation. Is it Tyler? Tristan Vizcano. Vizcano. I've been watching The Sopranos lately, so I should be able to pronounce it. Yeah, seriously. I'm striking out. Seriously. Give me some help there. I have Uh, one one thing here quick. Evan's rostering three tight ends. Yeah, who does he have? Let me check this. Well, he put 20 on Gronk, Jonu, and Tanya. So obviously the Packers had a bad week. Jonu came up on the injury report. But why are you rostering three tight ends? We have six bench spots. What still has Zach Moss on his roster? No, I mean, that's his, well, after he made that trade, that's his RB3, and he doesn't have any other running backs. Wait, where, wait really? Oh, yes, Tyson Williams, sorry, but, I mean, it seems like, we saw the report, that's going to be like a five-way committee, so. Yeah, with Octavius leading it. But, yeah, I'm going to go with, um, I originally had Brent, but after dumping J-Rob and being able to play, Keenan Allen, um, and which is just going to be a smash game of the Chargers Dallas. I'm going to go with Evan here. I mean, Kyler's a cheat code. Chubb has a great matchup. Um, and then that receiving core of Cup and Allen, I think will be solid. Um, I don't expect much from Tyson Williams, and I do think Brent has a pretty solid week. Um, but I think with the Eagles against the 49ers, that's kind of a tougher matchup. They'll probably try to keep that game slower, in my opinion. I'm going to go Evan here. This one could be tight. Uh, Boyd could be the man out in Cincinnati based on week one. Uh, we'll see if that changes at all. I mean, Cup and Allen, it's a tough, tough wide receiver stack there. Mixon. Javante could get some run if Denver gets up and up on Jacksonville for Brent this week. I think it could be tight. I'm going to go Brent. You're going to go Brent here? I, th- I think that's fair. I think it's going to be a good game, too. But ten, there's a lot of good matchups this week, in my opinion. Uh, so the Hurts for San, how did San Francisco Hurts is a tough one. Yeah, the the Lions did well in the second half because they were just getting their brains bashed in, so they got some garbage time scoring and stuff, being able to move the ball at home. So that gets tough. So we'll see if Hurts can find the end zone. But um, I just think Evan has some more touchdown upside. I think the touchdowns will be the differentiator. Yeah, I'm switching to Evan over Kyler playing Minnesota. Yeah. Might put up 40 points. That's going to be the tiebreaker for me. Yeah, I think that's fair. Kyler, X-factor there. So it's bad. 
next game, we'll, we'll jump in. Wait, oh, I jumped week three. Just kidding. Yeah. We're going to my game. I play Luke this week. Always an interesting battle. Don't know who I'm going to play QB1 this year. Or I guess this weekend <laughs> this year. Oh, right now we have... Right, right now we have Burrow in there. Let's see if Tanny can figure it out. He needs a few games of gel still. Uh, RB1, RB2, you know the drill. CMC is in both those slots. I wish I could physically put him in both those and split his point totals. Uh, but instead, newly acquired Gaskin is in the RB3 spot for me. Mike Williams, wide receiver one this week. He better have just a boom game. Yeah, that, that game it has great expectations, but the flop factor is there for sure, he had, but he had 12 targets last. No, year. I'm, I'm just saying the game in general, not Mike. Williams. No, I'm just I, saying the game, but yeah, Mike, Mike Will's a stud for sure. I'm going to, I'm going to be sad if that game doesn't hit 60 points, but I digress. He's my quote unquote wide receiver one this week. Jamar chase moved up to our tier two slot after having a great game this week. Travis bad pass even sucks. I didn't really realize how bad they are. Yeah, they, you, you always just think of like, especially in fantasy, Wise like the matchups. Bears defense, the vaunted Bears. Yeah, how good they were like a couple of years ago. Yeah, they've really swung and missed on some picks. So that that scary defense is no more. And honestly, I'm a Burrow stand, but man, he after that first week, I know the Vikings defense is what it is. The confidence is coming back. So I think that's a good matchup for the Bengals passing game. And then we have in my two flex spots. Waller might as well take up both those two if he's going to put up 20 targets a game. Okay. Tough matchup on the road to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh could lock him up. I, I don't know if you can lock him up. They're just going to force feed him anyway. I'm not sure how that works. If... Yeah, there's a there's a, a running joke. I mean, Warren Sharp will probably be on it that the Steelers' defense coordinators are like fake Sharps. And a lot of like tight ends and slot wide receivers – um, that's like where to attack them because they end up putting linebackers on those guys. Um, so if you can get a linebacker on Waller, I mean, he's going to cook. So I'm sure Chucky Gruden's going to, yeah, for sure. So I, I mean, obviously hot take, don't be concerned about Waller, but with this matchup, he'll be fine. Uh, and then we have two stupid Titans players in my flex spots, Julio and AJ Brown. I've been relegated to the flex spots this week. Not because <laughs> not they played 325 or anything, but because they deserve a yep. wake-up wake call. I agree. I can read Luke's team off here if you want. Um, he's got Patty Mahomes, Saquon Barkley. We'll see him tonight. Uh, Tunet, D-Hop, Chris Godwin. Uh, Hawkinson, which, man, he looked great. Um, mm-hmm. Week one, peppered with targets. Juice Landry without Odell, um, and then Claypool in the second flex. He's got some great matchups this week. It kind of scares me. Yeah, I mean, looking at this matchup, um, I'm going to go with you, Connor, just because having that CMC upside, and then you have good pass catchers too. I mean, CMC was the RB1 last week without scoring a touchdown. That's that is – which crazy. I, This is from the ballers. They looked back on like the past like five years or so. The only other player to do that, be the RB1 in a week without a touchdown, was McCaffrey two years ago where he went crazy. Um, so they just like that floor is absurd. Um, but Luke does have some good matchups. I think what will hurt him, Barkley still working his way back up tonight. So – I don't think he's going to see much of a workload. It's a tough front seven. And then Tunet being in the three-way committee, sure, he might find the end zone. But, but he's a starter. Well, yeah, I guess they're all starters, apparently. Um, I just think that's what hurts Luke. But he does his pass catchers and Mahomes do have some crazy matchups. So if that's where Luke's going to get you, it's going to be through the air. Yeah, he's got some crazy matchups this week. This one could be a shootout. Mm-hmm. 
I have to go myself. This one scares me. Luke's always a wild card as is. Yeah, I'm going to go with Connor um, as well. No disrespect to you, Luke. You've done great with your team managing. Um, but I just think the running backs, it's just tough, especially with Saquon. But he's going to hit a stride here these next couple weeks. There we go. Next game. Toilet Bowl preview, maybe? Oh, we gosh. Tyler, Tyler and Jackson both are 1-0. Yeah. <sighs> I'm yeah. About that. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's there actually were some upsets last week, just predictions, what we were thinking and stuff. But yeah, Ty's got um, Stafford at QB, Henderson, another QB RB stack, the newly acquired James Robinson, Galladay, who we'll see tonight, DJ Chark, George, left tackle Kittle, Dalvin Cook, and Mike Davis. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jackson has Josh Allen, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, Ty Week, Sutton, K. Pitts, Devonta Parker starting for him, and Christian Kirk a lineup. Wow. Uh, we'll see if any of these change, but he's benching high upside Connor and, and Rojo. I. This I don't want to be. This looks like a lineup like week nine where you're like playing bye weeks and like injuries pop up. Wow. I I can't imagine wanting to start Christian Kirk. I mean, I can't. He put up two scores last week. But he had five targets. <laughs> he does this every year. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. Oh uh, yeah, this is this is. We'll get through this one quick. Um, I'm gonna go with Tyler here. Um, Dalvin will have a good match. I think that game will be pretty good against Arizona. Kittle should be in a good spot if they actually want to throw in the ball. Um, and then just with like Henderson, um, Stafford being able to put up some points. Um, I just think Jackson has some tough matchups. But with Tyreek against Baltimore, he could go crazy, which I think he will. But Jacobs, the toe injury, he's questionable. I'm going to go Tyler here in a low score, like tweener hundreds type matchup. This could be a 90-95 the way I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. I mean, Devontae's playing Buffalo this week. It's not like it's a boom matchup there at all. And no. should be back. Um, which yeah, he no, didn't, gonna... for some reason, I don't know if you saw Sorry to cut you off there. Um, he like, was, wasn't was at practice for an undisclosed reason. Maybe it was like a family thing or something, but I found that interesting. So we'll see on that. He was shooting up. He need another dose of TRT at Arizona. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go tie here. I'll go tie low. too. I yeah. just don't like those flex options. No, I agree. We'll skip past that. No reason to stand on that any longer. Uh, Dylan, you play Reed this week. Yep, be a good game. Yep, I can go into this matchup. Uh, I don't vote for myself as matchup of the week ever, but I think this is going to be the best matchup. Um, two pretty good teams here. Um, got Hippie Rogers at quarterbacks. Go back earlier if you missed that on my, my take with him. Kamara, Demont, Deontay Johnson, Corey Davis. Got Jared Cook at tight end this week. Uh, the Gesicki stream was fun last week of a nice old goose. So we're going to chase the points. Upside, he looked pretty good last week in targets. We're going with Cook. Um, Swift. And then Justin Jefferson at the second flex just with playing matchups um, with the game time. So um, as I talked about, I like my team with the the volume upside. Everything is looking good. Targets, routes ran, snap shares. The the biggest questionable is what Corey Davis can do against the Patriots. Um, 
Zach Wilson looked kind of tough to start the season, but in the second half picked it up. So um, and if Corey can get his like eight to 10 targets or so, mix in some catches and some yards, they'll help me out. But um, it's going to be a high scoring game. I'm going to need to put up some points for sure. Um, but I think I'll be able to do that with my matchups. Um, Monday night football, I think from Rodgers and Swift, I'm going to need um, some pretty solid games for them. So that'll be kind of fun to watch and for the league to follow. Um, I'm probably going to go you. I think Rodgers has a bounce back game. Some good matchups for the running backs. Jared Cook, tight end streamer. What are you, you going to do? Yep. Corey Davis could be a tough playing in England. Not sure how the wide receiver, some wide receivers being back could alter those Belichick game plans. Yep. Deontay Las Vegas should be a good game. Obviously, Jefferson should have enough room in there to make up some work when Vikings are down by 20. <laughs> I, I don't love the Juju flex play. Just not a lot of upside there. Chris Carson versus Tennessee is a good matchup. Thielen, same as Jay Jeff. A lot, a lot of time to come back there for some garbage time. Tyler loves. Yeah, Lockett, Baltimore. Uh, Clyde plays Baltimore. Seattle, Derrick Henry. I'm not sure. This can be a high-scoring one. Possibly one of the high-scoring games of the week. I'll lean you based on the second flex play. but Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring one. And, and really, Dak against the Chargers, we talked about this matchup a lot already. That is going to be a little scary. But, no, I do not want to go 0-2. The team knows this, so I think we're going to find a way. Going to find a way to get Reed. Backs against the wall. Yep. Next game, Trey and Jack. Trey Lamar, Melvin has moved up to his RB once. Wow, skyrocket. Uh, Najee, Brandon Cooks, Cooper, God, I can't believe he scored last week. Eckler, yeah. Mike, Mike Evans, and then he's still sticking with Koo after that putrid Atlanta. Maybe he'll change that if he listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah maybe. Who knows? Russell, RB1 Hines. Chase Edmonds, Metcalf, Scary Terry plays tonight, Mark Andrews, Robbie Anderson, he's still starting. Uh, I mean, it's, it's him, Tim Patrick, Chenault. I play Patrick and Chenault. I don't know. Yeah. I Yeah, I probably would play either of those guys too. So maybe he'll maybe he'll pivot. Um I voted for this game as game of the week just because I think it'll be close. Um, but I'm going to go with, um, Trey here. Um, Lamar, uh, a couple last year, he kind of struggled a little bit. I want to say two years ago went off against Kansas city. So I think he'll get that back at home again. Um, Melvin Gordon, as we talked about, Javante should be able to get some good carries. I think Najee has a good bounce back week against Vegas. Brandon cooks gets targets and then, I mean, Amari Cooper is going to smash. And I think Mike Evans has a good bounce back week, too, against the Falcons. So I'm going to go with Trey here. Jack has a pretty solid team, but with McLaurin losing fits, kind of caps his upside. And what do you think about Mark Andrews? He didn't really do anything. No, it's kind of surprising with all the pass catchers they have down to. Mm-hmm. Something something to watch. They just got him a big deal, but definitely didn't do much last week, so maybe get more involved this week. But something to watch. And they're just... Aaron Jones should have a big game against Detroit mm-hmm. to get him back on track. Robbie Anderson, I think we all know everyone's feelings in the league about him. He just looks like the man out. 
Right. Unless he scores a long one like he did last week. For sure. Chase Edmonds, Hines, they're fine, but not, not the highest ceilings there. Uh-uh. More four plays, if anything, with pass catchers and who's leading those offenses. Ky- RB1, Kyler. Right. No, I, I agree with those takes. So, I mean, it's nice having the Wilson-Dak um, stack. And so, against Tennessee, that game's so weird to me. I don't really know how to put my finger on it. Like, there's so many range of outcomes. Like, especially with how yeah. bad Tennessee looked last week, you're not really sure it's going to happen. And then, I don't think Metcalf had a target in the first half. Um, no, he was on he was on the bike on the field. It was pretty weird. Yeah. I that. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, Russ was uber efficient, so... I'm going to go with Trey here. I think it's going to be a good matchup, though. I'm going Trey, too, even with Melvin as RB1 slot. Yeah. Game of the week, just for the personalities alone. We have Arrow Arrow and Z. Arrow has Brady, Gibson, Damian Harris, CD, Devonta Smith, Kelsey, Elijah Mitchell, Aguilar, and Z. Herbert, Zeke, Hunt, A-Rob, DJ Moore, Noah Kant, Calvin Ridley and Debo Samuel. I don't even know about this game. Yeah, I mean, this is. I can see why people are voting for this as game of the week. Um, this is gonna be a good one too. Um, a lot of players with high upside, volume, um, and so really just looking at it, um, I don't. I can't remember who I voted for, but I think I'm gonna go Zarek here. I think I am too. I think Zeke probably gets back on track. They probably. Hopefully, donate him a score this week. Right. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I Who think... Who knows? Sh- Shani depends how he spins the wheel on Sunday afternoon, see if he wants to give the ball to Elijah or not. Right, and so, like, the biggest things for Aaron, obviously Aguilar, which he scored a touchdown, looks pretty good. Solid flex to have. Um, but, like, Damian Harris, I mean, he looked great, played great, but... He just does not fumble. score a touch. Yeah, true. He did fumble. That's right. And they were saying they might limit his touches. But the dude just like never scores touchdowns. And I feel like all these great weeks he has, he just runs for like 100 yards and that's it. So it's like in real life, great game, but 10 points in fantasy. It's just like, eh, whatever. Um, so I think that's going to be tough. I think CD smashes this week. Um, so it really comes down to Devontae Smith and how he ends up. But I think I'm going to go with Z. I think Kareem Hunt has a big game. The, the Browns are two touchdown favorites, so it's probably going to be a lot of volume for Kareem in the second half to just down their throats, score touchdowns. A-Rob will have a good bounce back week. Moore should be solid because I think Lattimore's out this week for the Saints. Which, wow, we just we have a trade oh, here. wow. Breaking news. All right. Okay. This a whole lot of something being passed around. So Reed acquires Jonathan Taylor, MVS, and Curtis Samuel on the IR. So two droppable players and Jonathan Taylor. So he gets Jonathan Taylor. All right, so it's Jonathan Taylor for Juju and Carson. Pretty much. Fine, I guess. Um. Yeah, I actually, I mean, Taylor got some good work. I mean, it's uh, 23 touches, seven targets, six catches. I think the biggest thing we were concerned about is, is he going to get the targets? I mean, they were down a good amount of the game. Um, 
but I mean, has a good matchup. So that kind of, I mean, I wonder what Reed will do now um, with those other players. What, what are your thoughts on this? I think it's fine. I mean, there's just no reason to include MBS and Curtis Samuel. Right. I mean, Curtis Samuel, especially with Heineke, there's just, wait, Curtis Samuel's on IR. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's out. Well, I honestly didn't well, even know that. Oh, yeah, and the, the weird thing with him, too, his, this groin injury that's been hurting him, it's been a whole summer thing, so, like, it's a lot more severe, obviously, but I think it's, like, one of those things they keep trying to bring him back, because I don't know if you saw the clip, like, he went out there and, like, ran, like, two routes and then had to shut it down, and now he's on the IR, so it's, like, is this dude ever going to be good or they're going to have to get surgery on him? So, I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's, that's fine as long as you just block out the unnecessary parts of that. Yeah. So, Reed gets a little RB upgrade. Um, but who's he going to play in his second flex I mean, now? He didn't have a whole lot of depth to begin with. No. He's, right as of now, he's playing MBS. So, that's just who he put in. So, these kids are already scrapping the bottom of the barrel in week two. We pray for no injuries. He's going to be running. Yeah. Uh, I can't think. Of it. I was going to huh. make a joke about Nebraska's old quarterback who plays on the Jaguars or did. Uh, uh, Tanner Lee. It's yeah, Tanner Lee. Yeah, Tanner Lee. I don't. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I, it's not the move I would have made, especially his lack of depth. I thought his team had almost no bench as it is. No, it's, a, it's an interesting trade to make going in a week two but it's that's like that's like a pre-playoffs push you're cutting depth trying to spend. right like kind of load up that starting lineup you're just gonna kind of just like hey if, if a guy gets hurt i mean my team's screwed i'm not gonna win a playoff matchup anyway so yeah so jackson gets oh. some more depth which we'll see kind of but like juju um probably be in his lineup now because i mean parker kirk but I don't know. Sorry, sure. we can dive into that later, but um, all right, that's fine, I guess. Well, yeah. There's nothing. But um, interesting. No, back to the game of the week. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Zarek here. I think he gets some. Um, I think it's gonna be like a one nineteen to one hundred eight type matchup. Yeah, I'm going Zarek too. Yeah. All right, some bets of the week, and then watch some football. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'll let you get rolling here. Kind of a interesting week. I feel like there's some weird matchups. It's either like we're, we're big teaser guys, and there's not many like one touchdown games. It's usually like it's like three and a half to four or double digits. So it's like, am I going to bring a team down and have them win by a touchdown? Or usually you don't tease through the zero most of the time, especially like tough matchups. Yeah, and like with tough matchups like road favorites by like three points like that's just kind of weird um so i just got two here i'm gonna go with the patriots at five and a half um i just think bill belichick against a rookie quarterback gonna bring some pressure to zach wilson create some turnovers mac jones look pretty solid i think they'll be able to get things rolling here um and then also two um it's not out yet but it's 14 and a half now the game. Bama first half will be like a minus eight, wouldn't you think? Like eight, eight and a half. Usually it's like a half a point, point over. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Bama first half, which that will be a very big play. Anything for you? No, I haven't really dived in. Like I said, we're pretty much sponsored by teasers on this podcast, and there's just not a lot that really fits our mold this week. So 
playing the few plays that the BOB consensus is on, but I don't really have any big plays myself right now. Yeah, and I think just to, not trying to give betting advice, but if it's just not there, there's no need to force it. Um, nope. So maybe it's just one of those weeks if you like some plays, you just sprinkle half a unit to one just to maybe feel something, like lean plays that you like, just throw a couple out there, but no need to go crazy here. Um, with yeah, everything. I don't mind Denver this week. Or a six? Yeah, it's six. So honestly, I probably will play. I'll, I'll throw a teaser. I'll probably throw a six point of a Pats Broncos. Both teams need a win, um, which I think that's fair. Both teams look solid. Got good defenses. Run games usually play on all three levels super well. So we'll, we'll go with that play, but not as not like a high teaser. How we usually do, just sprinkle it. No, that's what we're on this week. Yep, that's all I got. We got a uh, football coming up here soon, so. Should be a good one. Makes the makes workdays so much better. So oh, much for better. sure. Yeah, funny look into, um, especially just nice as Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You kind of have the excitement of like waivers that day happens and Wednesday kind of lulls. So nice to have Thursday night football back for sure. Okay, good to be back. Absolutely. Well, hey, that's all I got for you. All right. Well, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Enjoy football. All right, later. <laughs>